This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. thing yes where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes yes it does i'm daryl i'm ed and we're broadcasting live from beautiful what studio are we in oh we're in chobo studios from beautiful downtown van Nuys. i forgot where we were yeah right (laughs) not the first time I know. So, Ed, what what's going on? We always want to thank our Patreon folks. Thank you for contributing to the show, uh, so helping us stay afloat over here in Chobo Studios. Not just stay afloat, but thrive over here. And uh, so we appreciate you. If you want to contribute to the show, Chobo St- – uh, not Chobo Studios. <laughs> Patreon.com. You can rent the studio at Chobo Studios. Yeah, <laughs> If you want to go to the studio, that's ChoboStudios.com. If you want to support the show, it's Patreon.com forward slash Funniest Thing. It's really easy to make monthly contributions for as little as much as you want. Yes. And the beauty is when you circulate money, it circulates back to you, magnified and multiplied, especially when you're supporting things that you love. Um, it's so true. The more I give to the things I love and uh, the more, it really just, it's it's magical the way to free myself from that burden of scarcity regarding money it's amazing how this stuff works so if you want to contribute to the show patreon.com forward slash funniest thing patreon is p-a-t-r-e-o-n yep we want to thank our listeners all of you for tuning in sharing the show if you tune in on the podcast and you haven't taken the time to uh give it a a a rating five star rating the review we appreciate that. You can also find us on our YouTube channel, Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Yeah, because that makes it easier for people to find us. Yeah, so subscribe and like there. Comment if you hear something that you like. Comment on the show. Um, we will get back to you. Yeah, so we this week, where are the where are the, the postcards? Here we are. Oh. So we got, okay, so first of all, if you want to send us anything through the mail, Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Uh, we got a miracle postcard. Tell us about Sterile. What happened? Okay. So one of our fans, Lois Conklin, she actually makes these postcards herself. The artwork goes like this. Like this. There you go. Two leaves. If you're on YouTube, you could see it. And what was amazing was I got this postcard in the mail in our P.O. box. I pull it out. And all of a sudden I go, what the? The postcard made it to our mailbox. Lois is probably finding out now because we're on the air that she forgot to put a stamp on this postcard. There's no stamp, nor is there any indication of any glue or that ever was a stamp. And neither has it even been postmarked. And it got us all the way from San Andreas, California into our P.O. box. It was incredible. I mean, isn't that amazing how... When you're sending things of appreciation, even if it's in thought, it always will make its way to the recipient. Yeah, that's so true. That's Oh, man, that's a great lesson from that. Yeah, and, and uh, she said, Lois said, Hi, Daryl and Ed, listen to you every week. Such a blessing to laugh, pray, learn with uh, you and your guests. Love the Godzilla book. Stories are great. Keep on writing. You're good at it. I painted a fall postcard for you too. Too you love you too both, or love love to you both. Excuse me, Lois Conklin. And then there's a quote here from Rebecca Conklin, or written. Oh, that's by her. I th- I'm assuming that's her daughter. Oh uh, yeah, I think it says written. So yeah, from Rebecca Conklin, it says you cannot change yesterday. That is clear. Or start on tomorrow until it is here. So all that is left for you and me is to make today as sweet as can be. 
Oh my God! Thank you so much, Lois. We appreciate you oh, and Rebecca. One last thing about postcards. Now, Lois made this little homemade postcard for us, but I learned 36 years ago one of the great tools to really transform your life and relationships you have with others, especially now that we have such you know texting. It's so right. easy to text people, but 36 years ago, before texting. Uh, Mike Dugan, my mentor, suggested I send postcards because I was stationed far away from where I grew up to the people in my life that I either formerly had resentments against or the ones that I may have felt embarrassed and ashamed to face again and just start sending them postcards. And what's great about a postcard, it's not a boast card, B-O-A-S-T, because there's not enough room to brag about yourself on the back. There's just enough room to say Something positive, yeah. Like I, because basically a postcard is really saying it's a, it's an act of love. I'm thinking about you, and all you need to say on the back is just, I hope this is going well in your life. We have detached mics, so when when I pull mine close, Ed goes far, and when he pulls his close, mine goes far. Actually, attached. They're just bumping into each other (laughs) at the moment. So you could just say something as simple as one sentence like that, and when you mail it off. The magic happens. As you're writing it, you're thinking wonderful thoughts about these people. Then as you send it in the mail, you're imagining this love moving towards that person. And then the real magic is the delight of wondering of them being blessed by it when they receive it. And everybody loves getting mail now because mail is so rare except junk mail. So getting something that's not junk mail, Mm -hmm. it's such a wonderful surprise so I, I I highly recommend it. I still do it. And matter of fact, that leads us to these. Yeah, we got a couple of postcards from Kirky. Kirk Chelson in Germany sent us a few fun ones over here. You can see them on um, YouTube if you're, ta- if you're tuning in. And uh, Kirk has become a master at putting something funny on one side and something upliftingly wise on the other side. Yes. And so one quote is from Neville Goddard. <laughs> Oh, is that because they keep bumping? They're not actually attached. So, uh, but that Wait, is, is this known as bumping uglies. I'll, I've come, heard I'll that. come in there and fix it. All right. So the quote on this one says, "It's from Neville Goddard. Your outer world is only actuated inner movement." And it says, "What does it say? Let me let report. me repeat myself. Oh, let me repeat. Your outer world is only actualized inner movement." And then we have one from another quote from Neville Goddard that says, "The spinning." Of the bridge between desire, thinking, thinking of, and satisfaction, thinking from, is all important. We must move mentally from thinking of the end to thinking from the end. Yes. You can experience what you please once you realize that you are its son. What? You are his son. And that you are what you are by virtue of the state of consciousness from which you think and view the world. So that's another Neville Goddard. So that means, what does that mean, Pizarro? It means what we're seeing, what we're see, we're seeing, what we're seeing, we're seeing with. I'm not seeing it. It's almost like I'm seeing through my own perspective. Yes, and it's very important because the vibration at which you're vibrating, the the lens through which we're looking magnetizes to us certain things in the environment and repels other things. We find what we're a match to. So if we're in an optimistic, supercharged state of mind, that's all we're going to attract to us. And that's the kind of world we're going to live in. And that's the day we're going to have. Whereas if we're feeling sort of repulsive, if you will, and not feeling less than good, we're going to be repelling everywhere we go and find more evidence of why things are not good. Really? So So if you're feeling, so if I'm, if I'm a frowner, my life's going to be a downer. Correct. Okay. Yes, sir. Good. <laughs> I'm learning as well we go, said. folks. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Kathy Jean Norman, of all people, loved the last show. Always entertaining and enlightening. Michael Schoonover said another fantastic, informative, and healing truth show. You two divine pros. The show's etheric vibration is flooding this holy world's consciousness, and it will never be the same again. Wow. Keep being the etheric light of truth. You know, we just booked him for the October 29th recording show. So my Reverend Michael Schoonover will be coming back on to blast you into the fifth dimension. So watch out for that. In the meanwhile, check out the website, DarylNed.com. 
We want to thank our chief engineer on the audio side of the tracks. He's in Kansas City. His name is Jeff Comfort. And each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yes. Uh, we also want to thank Chief Engineer Indy Fawcett. How are you, buddy? Thank you, guys. Love you. Doing well. How's I always love it. Yeah, look at that Chobo that. Studio beauty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you want to check out Chobo Studios, you come to ChoboStudios.com and record your podcast. He's also got PodShuttle.io where he'll edit your reels and podcast up for you. So check <laughs> him out. All right. We got some great reels out this week. So let's shout out to the prayer line, a.k.a. Silent Unity. And um, so our friend, I'll give you the number. It's 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. They also have an app, the letter U, the word pray. So we have a friend named Howard Rankin. Yeah, because last week when we talked about the prayer line, we let people know that they could just press the number yes. two. If you, on the You Pray app or if you call directly... It gives you an option if if you don't you don't necessarily want to speak with a live person you can press two and you'll hear a recorded meditative that's right statement so I was meditating in my car um, on my lunch break and I was list I have all my affirmations whenever I hear someone asks about something or if I hear someone's going through something I'll add their name to my a note on my phone which is all affirmative statements about things and people and about things in my life and so when I nap in my car I put on the air conditioning I press select all and have my phone read me these affirmations back while I'm napitating so that it puts my it refreshes my brain in a, in a far more effective way than just a nap which could end up be just like spinning on the same thoughts this like totally is like driving my mind through the car wash and I had one about Howard Rankin and uh, so I just sent him a text and then he he said good morning well and Howard Rankin was a guest that used to contact us all the time years ago a listener not a guest a listener, yeah he's a never listener. been on yet. yes li- he yeah. felt like a guest i know we right from him very yeah because we would have talks daryl and ed and howard we talk on the phone and so he said good morning i forgot to tell you that even though i'm going through a rough time i still kept listening to the you pray message every morning and i think that's what we're talking about you put yes. you call him up and press, press two. two, and it's a recorded prayer. He, yes. So every morning he listens to that. That's been my routine before I get out of bed. What a great idea. I wake up, grab my phone, and launch the app. I'm so grateful for you and Daryl. God bless you guys, and I can't wait for the day we finally meet. Well, we appreciate you. You know what? That, that day, the funny thing was, like, you know, because I heard his name, and I and some reason he, like, came through my head so strong. And what I ended up actually texting him what came through me was um, just to remind him, the answer is always love. Be kind to yourself. That's the first step. And he was blown away. He's like, whoa, how did you know I needed to hear that? You know how you get these right. ideas. So that's the other thing. Anytime you feel inspired, it feels so good funny? to pass on these messages to other people. I just did that today. And it's funny because you almost feel like embarrassed. Should I send this? Should I not send this? Right. But now we don't argue with a hunch. We no. say, especially if it's a loving hunch. And the good thing is, when you're we're, sharing universal messages, you're never going to be off. We're, we're not talking about. I got the urge to share my truth with that person. No. We're not. <laughs> yeah, it's called sticking it to him. We're not talking about sticking it to him. <laughs> it's we're not talking about the hunch to punish someone. Right. We're talking about the hunch, like a joyful, loving hunch. So I had one this morning. I read something in one of our morning readers, Deep Breath of Life, mm-hmm. and it had to do with, um, you know, love for someone who has passed away. Right. And it was very positive. It was a very positive writing. And a friend of mine who I went to high school with, of all things, right. a couple of months ago, and she's also been listening to our show uh, recently. Uh-huh. She was also a cheerleader, folks. Ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> so she, uh, her father passed, who I became friendly with later on in his life, and you know, not too yeah, long ago. Yeah, right. I think we read something, a message from her recently. On yeah. The show. So yeah. Uh, this morning, I had the hunch to send her that, and then part of me goes, "Oh, that's you know the bad voice, you know yeah. the voice that because it feels bad, you know. Well, that's weird. Why would you? And you know what? I just throw that voice out the window, and I did the same thing. I. Took a photo of it and said, I was thinking about you this morning when I, re- I read this this morning and thought of you. And that's enough. And I just send it. There you, you go. Know, hope you're well. And that's it. And man, 
Who knows what that's going to do or what that's going to lead to, but I'll tell you what, it just puts another seed of love out there in the universe, and it also helps me become more confident in trusting my intuition, you know, the voice of God within, instead of going, nah, no, that's silly. That's correct, because that's the only real way to tap into what God has in mind, what life really has in store for us is through that voice. So let's get on with the show. Today's show is called Just Tell Me What You Want, What You Really, Really Want. With Unity Minister Kathy Jean Norman. Whatever your need is, be extravagant in your request. There's no virtue in suffering. The universe's response is always yes. Being wishy-washy in our prayer request will not bring the desired results. God wants you to be happy, ridiculously happy. So tell him what you want, what you really, really want. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to go for it. Don't be afraid to ask. And during the second segment, Unity Spice Girl, Kathy G. Norman, spices things up with today's daily word, which is thoughts. Ah, this is very, Can very exciting. Can we do exciting. the breaths already? I'm dying to do these breaths. Yes. Let's get to it. Let's take a deep breath. Well, wait. Our mind. I got to make sure. <laughs> we got it. You're the one who came up with them for I came up with them, but you know me. <laughs> yeah, Daryl has a very eclectic taste in music. You never know which which bands are going to really be like, yes, this is amazing. Oh, or, no, no, that's crap. But this is one that ranks high on the list. You know what's funny? A lot of people don't realize this. You know, you hear a lot of things saying, oh, yeah, you know, religion is sexist. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah. New Thought, the, the, the New Thought movement was primarily women. Right. Women were driving this. The New yes. Thought leaders that really – Push this movement ahead. It was all women. Yes. You know, so these women, I think there was five of them. Mm. It was a mm. group of women, five. Mm. Wasn't it five? Five ladies? I don't really know. I never followed them too much. I loved them. You I, led it me It was in. five. <laughs> uh, I know. Why, why are you playing coy? You probably have a poster of each one of them on your wall for but crying But I wasn't out. a little boy. I was in my no, 30s. No, I said, why are you playing coy, I said. <laughs> oh, I'm not coy. I okay. don't know. Were there five? I can't quite no, remember. No, because I forgot. Like, well, because I had to think of the all. You know darn well. Okay. All right, there's let's five, get it going. folks. So this is one of their greatest affirmations, and we're going to. Okay, let's take a deep breath. Am I going to do it first? Sure, yeah. You're excited. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's jumping out of his skin. You know he's excited. (laughs) Am I going to do it first? I don't know. Okay, girl. I want to go first. Mess it up. It's so good. I know. I'm I'm glad you said that. Let's take a deep breath. Well, I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to really, really, really want to zig a zig. Ah. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to. I really, really, really want to zig a zig. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to. I really, really, really want to zig a zig. Thank Good. heaven for our little girls. I feel great now. Yeah. See, you're you're on point because I didn't realize there was a I want a, on the on the back end of that. I didn't write that down. Oh yeah. You so anyway, want to really, really, really want to zig So recently, this week, I texted you this that it's a yes universe. So whatever we're saying, whatever we're putting out there, it's like yes, yes, oh! yes. We get more, more, more. So we got some readings to back this assertion up. This what do we is, got? We're going to kick it off with Catherine Ponder. If you want to get this book, it's called Dare to Prosper. I've been reading this book for 30-something years. Primarily, the book's sweet, primarily because it's thin, big print. But it, most of all, you could just read a sentence in this book. You could fit it in your purse, your yes. gym bag, your glove box. Yes. I used to take this book with me to the police department when I was in the military as a liaison, mm-hmm. military police liaison. And Catherine Ponder, we learned uh, her teacher was Joseph Murphy from my, yeah. uh, Michael Schoonover. Very interesting. Yes, yes. yes. We love S- Joseph Murphy. So uh, this is great. This is If you have the book, it's on page 30. Substance obeys your thoughts. You ready, Ed? Yes. 
With every silent thought as well as with every spoken word, you are telling substance what to do. And it obediently carries out whatever beliefs you hold in mind about it. Mm -hmm. In your silent thoughts as well as in your spoken words, give your attention to the richness of substance. It will seem as though heaven and earth are working together to produce satisfying results for you. You know, when you talked about the postcards, I realized like that is the actually that's the best request because we are being what we want to see. We are yeah. being what we want to experience. There's nothing. I don't think there's any stronger request to the universe than to be that love to like, yeah. you know, and I've learned a lot about this from you. And I was thinking about the yesterday, two days ago, I was just like in this like. My mind was in that, like, terrible teacher mode, which is like, ah, these kids, they're all bothering me. Ah, and they're all and they're all reflecting it back to me. They're, you know, like, I'm thinking, I don't even like these kids. Why am I here? You know, like, but I'm watching it at the same time. So it's like I'm not fully just, like, under the spell, but I am at the same time. So I was like, I got to shift this around. And then I started feeling run down. And then – but I've learned from Ernest Holmes, anything related with the sinuses, cold-type feeling – it's all about discord, disharmonious relationships. So if I'm, even though I had still have to convince myself to believe this, I was like, I got to clean up wherever I'm feeling. I got to drop my gripes with the school district, with my job. Every, I got to drop all of that with these kids. And so there's one particular group of kids. They're in fourth grade and they're like starting to try to be the tough, cool guys, you know? So one of them's trying to be nothing bothers him guy. I don't even care. The other guy's like the guy is gonna tell you, yeah. you know. And so we have all those guys that are in my head. Yeah, they're all in my <laughs> head too. So Different moments they tell me to act that yeah, way. Yeah, so I'm turning into the teacher. That's like, I was turning into the, you know, guys. You should do this. You know, you got it. What should you? And I was just like, oh, this is horrible. I was oh watching my God, myself. You turn into Mrs. Spinelli. Yeah, it was not good. Who's the color, Mrs. Spinellephant? Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's why that's Marion's last name too. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, so anyway, so the next day I came in and I was like, it's amazing. The rundownness, as soon as I started cleaning uh, up that yes. disharmonious feelings, my body responded quickly. Because that was the other thing. That one day I was like, I didn't have any energy to get because I was yeah. so clamped off. Yes. So all of a sudden, here's that group. And I just at lunch, I had written an affirmation about this yes. particular group. And they're doing their thing, and then I find myself going, you know, so-and-so, you should. And then I said, Ah. I said, I looked him in the eye, and I said, I got to do something different. And I said, you know, I'll call him, uh, why can't I ever give good names? Frank. I said, and so I was about to say, Frank, you should, or whatever. Instead, I said, you know what, Frank? I appreciate you, and you're an amazing mathematician. This is really what I want from you. And his face changed. And he went right to work. Like he chuckled, like he like his it tickled his brain. Yeah. It was magic. He went to work. The whole group changed the dynamic changed. I love the guys again. I love their goofiness. But it was me. That was my request to the universe. I want you. I'm going to give to you yes. what I want you to give back to me. Oh my God. Yeah, this is just dawning yes. on me now yeah. while you're talking because, I mean, this postcard oh. thing is such a powerful example of that. Yeah. Uh, I want to follow this, what we both say here with that Mary Cupferly because that really cleans yeah. both of what we're saying. And I just want to say I had a similar experience. Um, there's things going on, you know, with our city council in my town that tend to get my feather, my what are those things, the hackles on the back? Yeah, and right. I, and it's like, it's none of my business. It's none of my business. Right. And But the only real solution, like there's things going on in the neighborhood today where they're blocking off roads and right away, mm. I want to get like. Right. So it's like I, right there in yeah, your face. Yeah, and I start to feel constricted. I don't want to be that person. Right. So uh, in my morning readings this morning, it was talking about. Just really seeing these people, it might have been um, a Catherine Ponder affirmation, matter of mm-hmm. fact, that I keep in my book, you know, all who offend me, I forgive. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I love that, Ponder. Things past, things future. Yeah, past, past present, present, and future. future yes, within and without. And I love the word offend. Yes. Offend me. Yes. Because it really cuts to the chase. Because if we hear the word resentment, I'm not resentful, but... I am offended. I can always admit I'm offended. Offend me. And then it, 
in another book I read, that's why we recommend doing a morning routine. It talked about seeing these people that disturb us in any way filled with light and love and happiness. Yeah. And I felt it in that moment. I was like, ah, it just felt so good because if they're happy, everything's happy. Yeah. I'm happy. And everything harmonizes when I do this. You know, resist not. But I walked Gidget and I saw some things that brought that back. Right. So what if this little twinge of anger is there? How do you really bypass that and get to love? And this works perfect, Oh, folks. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. heard this from a friend of mine who I suggested. Yeah, we shared it on the show years, years ago. ago. Yeah. I, but I used it this morning. Yeah. I suggested for a friend who would get easily get offended to send love so she came up with this and it's great because if you still have that twinge of upsetness it's kind of hard yeah. to override it it's almost not healthy it's like packing the oh, musket it's not healthy let's trying be clear say, it is I'm not healthy bless them but i still have to but this will get rid of the twinge of resentment right. and heal the situation and it's this and i'm just repeating what she told me and i'm going to just say it to you as if she's saying it to you She would imagine, and this morning I imagined that I have javelins of light and love. And I throw these javelins at these misfit toys that are offending me. Yes. So it's getting the, but then when it hits them, poof, all of a sudden they open up, remember who they really are. And they're like, wow, I feel great. And it really helps release that twinge of being offended by people. Right. Without me like pretending I'm a goody two shoes. Because I'm not. There's that piece, like, there's that New Jersey mobster my father put in my head. It's like, what? you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I can't live in that space. Like, he could, well, he couldn't either. He died at 40 from trying to live that way. Right. But imagine myself throwing the javelin of light. It gets rid of the offense in my brain. And then seeing it hit him. Yeah. Oh, Or even a situation or the whole school district. You throw on it, poof. Ah, and and then all of a sudden it's like, you know what I mean? Full of light and love. People are happy. They're going, wow, I love this school or I love this place. Yeah, you know, one of the things I'm having to release in my mind and uh, just of like being the guy who knows how it really should be and sits there and judges everyone for how it really – but there's another step, which is to become that. Yes. And that requires letting go and actually being that yes. joyous presence. Yes. In this environment where I'm judging <laughs> yes. everyone else, like why aren't they being it? I, I became the guy who stood on the sideline in a way because I had this like – I always – you know, like you. Like we kind of yeah. always had this sort of intuitive thing, a connection. But it's another thing. We This is, the, this is our salvation for Daryl and Ed is yeah. releasing all of that and giving into the flow of divine love coming through us and being – like this is it's so cool to, to realize the ultimate way it's, to request what we want from the universe is to go out and be it. Yes. And it will and come give it, to and us. Because even now I'm thinking I started to think like it could be a situation like there's a festival in my neighborhood. It blocked off all the roads to my on home. show day, no less on show day, except for one little egress, you know, yeah. and anytime the moment of I just throw this sphere and it hits the place with love. And the the amazing part is I feel released of it. And now I'm starting to like look forward to this festival, which you know, a few hours ago, if you asked me about the festival. Oh yeah. (laughs) Not good. Not good. All right, let's wrap up this uh, this segment because we want to get Kathy T. Norman in here. I'm gonna read from Mary Cupferly's book, God Will See You Through. Greg Barrett was actually friends with, close friends with Mary Cufferly, we learned, right? That was Mary Cufferly he was talking about? Yes. Yes. We heard that on last week's show, so uh, tune into that one. Um, In the meanwhile, she says on page 64, a friend said recently, I used to spend my time asking why. Why is this difficult thing come into my life? Yes. That's what we're talking about, folks. Now, even though a challenge may, now, even though a challenge may take time and patience for its outworking, I put all the energy of my thought and feeling into the words, thank you, God. Sometimes I need to say them a hundred times a day to keep myself up and on the beam. As a result, I have an inner peace and freedom that amaze me. Yes. Good is happening and daily demonstrations are evident. Yes. Charles Fillmore writes, the highest form of prayer 
is to open our mind and quietly realize that the one omnipresent intelligence knows our thoughts and instantly answers even before we have audibly expressed our desires. Uh. This being true, we should ask and at the same time give thanks that we have already received. Begin this process now so that miracles can flow into your life and affairs. Say thank you, God. When even a little light dawns or a small degree of understanding comes through, yes. say it in the face of apparent setback or disappointment. Establish through thanksgiving the habit of closeness to your heavenly Father, no matter what the condition or circumstance. Continue to say, thank you, God, when things go your way, yes. or if they do not. Follow the advice of the psalmist. Praise the Lord. Praise him in his mighty firmament. And let thanksgiving become the predominant characteristic of your disposition and your day. And if you don't if you don't like this idea of the Lord, remember it's law. You're praising that the law is the, in the, effect. The pre, the principle that that governs life, you're giving thanks that the truth is that you're it's ever increasing good that as soon as you get into the harmonious flow, your health, your relationships, your yeah. finances, everything has to get better. Yes. It's the nature of life to do this. So I love it. Thank you, God. All right. Thank you, Mary Cufferly, too, for being with us today. Coming up next, Unity Spice Girl and Amazing Minister from Unity of Santa Barbara. I highly recommend checking out their uh, their YouTube yes, and please, their Facebook folks, page. You will not be disappointed. Kathy Norman will spice things up with today's Daily Word Thoughts. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All right, welcome back to Funniest Thing. My name's Ed. That's Daryl over there. Today's show is just tell me what you want, what you really, really want. In a moment, we're going to bring in the ultimate Spice Girl, Unity Minister from Unity of Santa Barbara. Her name's Kathy Jean Norman, but first... Yeah, in case anyone didn't know, those the, the, the three breaths, those five metaphysical women that I was speaking of, and there were five, were actually, they all had the same last name. Mm-hmm. They called themselves the Spice Girls. Yes, yes, yes. You can look them up. They have some things online. <laughs> Great right. stuff Will you online. read that book for crying out loud? We got to get Kathy in here. Excuse me for being excited. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> if that's what you call friendship. Okay, you ready? <laughs> oh, keep punching, as Stallone would say. <laughs> Which is not good advice, by the way. I know. He gives that advice to his friends. Keep punching. If you look on on Instagram and you watch Stallone's page every time at the end he says hey, keep punching but we, we're, we've come to realize that's like the worst advice yeah. if you're punching meditate take a walk but do not keep punching no that's called leading <laughs> in the pri- in prize fighting that's known as leading with the chin although if you're punching with javelins of love that's oh, one thing you could let's switch over to that all right go ahead what okay. do you got so this is from a book we mentioned this a few episodes back it's called It Works by R.H.J. You can probably e- find it easier online if you're looking for it by typing in the famous little red book. It's been around, I think, since yeah, 1927. It'll come up on Amazon real well. It's so. short, short, short. It's tiny. And it's it's this thing is a great metaphysical firecracker. Yeah. And in it, it shares this. I'm going to read it. When you train your objective mind, the mind you use every day, to decide definitely upon the things or conditions you desire, you will have taken your first big step in accomplishing or securing what you know you want. To get what you want is no more mysterious or uncertain than the radio waves all around you. Tune in correctly and you get a perfect result. You have within you a mighty power. Anxious and willing to serve you. A power capable of giving you that which you earnestly desire. 
This power is described by Thomas J. Hudson, Ph.D., author of The Law of Psychic Phenomena, as your subjective mind. Other learned writers use different names and terms, but all agree that it is omnipotent. Therefore, I call this power Emmanuel, God in us. Regardless of the regardless uh, regardless of the name of this great power, or the conscious admission of a god, the power is capable and willing to carry out to to carry to a complete and perfect conclusion every earnest desire of your objective mind. But you must be really in earnest about what you want. Occasional wishing or half-hearted wanting does not form a perfect connection or communication with your omnipotent power. You must be in earnest, sincerely and truthfully desiring certain conditions or things, mental, physical, or spiritual, and they will come to pass. Mm-hmm. The good news is, and we talk about this a lot, with regards to uh, why we love unity. Yes. <clears throat> is to, This is not a high-pressure system. You mm-hmm. don't want to create even more pressure by thinking, oh, i got to do this all the time. No. Sometimes it's just as valuable to sit in and say, there's a loving God within me that knows exactly what I want, and all I really have to do is relax and trust. It's all about like getting in the flow with the good. Yes. So, Let me just make it real simple for anyone who gets freaked out and thinks, I'm not thinking this all the time like Daryl and Ed. We don't think it all the time. The key to it, it's that Bible verse, two words that sum it up that Jesus said perfectly. What? Only believe. Only believe that God is working, arranging things on your behalf. I often affirm God is renewing my mind and improving my circumstances. Yes. Only believe in that. And then the things you do want, you really, really want, you could delight in the joy of having them already, but it does. It shouldn't become, as uh, Florence Co- Florence Scovelshin says, a hardship in your desiring. No, that's it right. It should always be this fun thought you have, and you could allow it to float through your brain at different parts of the day. But overall, just know that you don't have to will it to be. You only have to believe that God is bringing it about, even in spite of your doubts. Yeah, and God is life. So, um, yeah, and, and Fillmore and Butterworth say, stop trying so hard to get it and just let it. All right, so we want to welcome someone who inspires us, who is, uh, has really been a part of like the up-leveling of the show and of our outlook on life. And as soon as we walked into Unity of Santa Barbara, ah, all the things that we'd been desiring – in terms of a place to come together and actually feel the light and the love and the joy of living these principles was there. It's just amazing. Everything We talked about it before. So with no further ado, welcome Kathy Jean Norman. How are you? I am I'm good. I love you guys. Oh, we love you too. <laughs> I, we really recommend checking out the YouTube show so you can see Kathy's beautiful face. And also her shirt says, blessed. Yes. Awesome. I tried to match you guys, and then you didn't come on with your T-shirts. Well, it's your turn today. <laughs> oh, wait, funniest thing. This goes perfect with my javelin. I have a little. If you're not watching, I have a little puppy on my shirt, but he's hold, but it. he's holding a grenade launcher. Yes, <laughs> yes. And you know, I I want to say I love that image of the javelins of light yeah. and love. That I know that works. I've never done that before, but I love the example. And I, I think it's something that is so easy. That's yeah. what's so great about the Unity Principles. They're easy. Yes. Easy to do, and they work if you work them. Yeah. yeah. If you just give them a try. Yeah, well, we yeah. shared how you uh, used those javelins of light when we were at your service that time, and there's a woman in the back who stood up and had her own sermon to give. And you just kept saying, thank you, thank you. I don't know if you, do you recall this? Uh, yeah. I, oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you were, you were, you really embodied this whole thing, the way you, uh, I mean, do you, re, do you remember like what you were uh, thinking in that moment? Because just to set it up, I, we were just there and 
We were so excited, and everyone's smiling. There's one woman in the back dressed very colorfully, but I, I had already made eye contact with this person, and I was like, I almost got like, oh, like a, a shiver down my spine because it was like not love, joy coming out. Was, I didn't know what that energy was. And then and everything we found tra- out. Yeah, so this person was sitting in the back and then stood up and started giving her own kind of sermon, right? So do you remember how that, how, like, what were you thinking in that moment? Yeah, you know, because I saw her walk in the back, and she's holding the Bible like this. And oh. I, I, you know, nowadays you don't know what people are thinking, you know, and what they're going to be doing. Yeah. So there was a moment of fear, mm. and then I thought, well, wait a minute. I mean, it was all instant thoughts. Yeah, yes, yes. And yes. I, thought, I thought, wait a minute. I'm talking about the fifth dimension, and if I meet her where she's at in the third dimension, then we're going to have a problem here. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I just, she just kept saying, you know, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes. Thank you. You know, thank yeah. you for sharing. Thank you, friend. And, um, and I thought I'm not going to meet her where she's at. She would love that. Wow. And, um, and then I said, okay, everyone, let's give her a hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. I don't think anyone was, I mean, it, it, but it disrupted the energy when we started clapping. And truly, I channeled that because I, I would not have really, if I came from the third dimension, yeah. I really would not have right. known how to handle that whole situation. And she left. She left peacefully. Um, when I, I sat yeah. down, my uh, co-minister Temple said, wow. Did you have a plant? Did you plant that? <laughs> perfectly with the sermon, and I said no. I right. I I didn't. But um. But we sent her off with love. So yeah, yeah. you're right. Little did I know that that's what we were doing was, uh, you know, sending javelins of light to her, and and hope hopefully we made a difference in her life. Yeah, and also you were telling God what you want. You embodied the energy that you wanted. You brought that energy. And that energy just transformed any darkness that was present. So that goes right along with this show. Just tell me what you want, what you really, really want. You're telling the universe, I want unconditional love that flows regardless of what's in front of me. Yeah, I just want to make our audience aware that the lady was very loud and talking very volatile things. However, after the whole thanking... It wasn't like she was escorted screaming and yelling out no, the not door. She became quiet and peacefully <laughs> left. That was the mind blower, folks. This wasn't like, wow, that was you amazing. know, just like, yeah. okay, let's give her a round of applause. And as she's screaming, you know, the bouncers are throwing her out the door. No. That's not what happened. Like, it was a very peaceful, just, well, it there just was a sincerity and dissolved. And it was... That was the remarkable portion of the show, yeah. folks. Yeah, and I think it came from your sincerity, right? Yeah. You weren't mocking her. You were no. really tapping into that divine oh, energy. Absolutely. And, you know, afterwards I thought, what would, it, what would it have been like if I just said, you know, come forward. Let's have a conversation. What is it that you want to say? And I, I, I've often thought about that. I don't know if I would have done that. Right. Because, you know, we had other things that needed to be done, but... You know, sometimes you just invite in with love uh, instead of push out. Yeah. And I, I've, I've noticed that if I become resistant, then they become my right. master. Yeah. Wow. But you, that's... Did, but you did dismiss it with love. Yes. Yeah. And I like the fact that you just said I hear that phrase that you just said. If I resist it, it becomes my master. Yes. That that's like what I said with my transformation around school. I was resisting so much, and it was becoming my master. And, I, and all of a sudden, I had nothing to give, and I, I, I literally had no creative energy. Or yeah, so I really liked that. And what I when I res, what I resist becomes my master. Yeah. yeah, you give you give your power away. And um, there was a gal in my ministerial school class, and I forgot her name, but anyway, she. Um, she would always say, you know, when you give your power away, it's just so unattractive. Mm. And I thought, yeah, I don't want to be unattractive. I don't want to be the victim that yeah. feels so unattractive. It's just unattractive. 100%. Yeah, it's un- and it literally unattractive 
in the spiritual sense. We neutralize our magnetism towards anything. We're just unattractive, like a yes. de- like a magnet who's lost its Love charge. Love that. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You you don't attract. You no, just, it's just block. Unattracting. Yeah, wow. just like that. poof. I've lost all the electricity. The electromagnetic energy just goes. Blip. I I would yeah. bet I would bet even electromagnetically we become re, we repel our good at that point because it's almost like the Absolutely. magnet gets flipped around, right? We flip the magnet oh, around and the other side is facing and is pushing everything away. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. I love that. Okay, sermon. My next sermon will be around being unattractive. Yes, yeah. attractive versus unattractive. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That's so good. Yeah. You know, I wanted to share with you guys. So um, I found something that you might be interested in uh, when you have resentments and you yes. know, all that. When people feel like they betrayed you or whatever, I found something from Emerson. And so it, it, he said, um, wh- whenever there that something seems to have been either taken from you or you feel betrayed or something stolen or lost or whatever, you place it in the invisible bank of the universe with your name on it bearing interest. Oh, wow. Don't you love that? And so ah. you are just... You open up for it to come back to you. And so you just say, I now place all my money, time, and equity from, from you know, wherever it is. And it's just bearing, bearing interest coming back to you. Well, you know what? Wow. It's bearing interest during the show because for some reason I'm starting to slowly get excited to, after the show, quickly scurry back to our side of the hill and go to that art festival. Which Good is, for which you. is not the same person I was two hours, three hours ago. You even used some weird French word to describe how you got out of your neighborhood. What was that? I used a French word. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that, Indy? You said there was a little esquee that I got no, out of the I neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, you said so we'll have to listen back. Oh, egress. Oh, what's an egress, by the way? An egress is you haven't been in the military too long. It's I've like an emergency exit. Oh, an egress. We got to have an egress. <laughs> okay. Guys, always remember your point of egress. What? All right. <laughs> All right. I can't remember what I had for breakfast, Sergeant. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> egress? All right. So we've digressed. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, do you want to read the daily word that we uh, sent your I way? I would love to. Hey, isn't this funny, by the way, that one of your friends particularly did not like this daily word? And I was like, funniest thing. That's the one you're going to be reading tomorrow. You know, that was really weird because your your text message got lost in my, you know, because I'm on a, a prayer text thing. And, and I, so I, I was, it kept dinging and I thought, oh, I got to silence my phone. So you, you snuck a text right, in that I didn't right. even know. And it was the daily word lesson. So then right. this one gal that uh, I, I, she texted me and she said that, um, that she had a, a real problem with the daily word lesson. I thought, I wonder what that was. Yeah. I texted you, do you guys know what the daily word lesson yeah. is? It already sent it to me. Well, it's amazing. Well, you know what? I, my little thought on this was maybe people have gotten so comfortable with the milk toast style of spiritual presentation that when it's finally something that is unapologetically truthful, truthful and affirmative. So like, like I know it from my own, like when people were trying to encourage me, like, and not give me any wiggle room to be a victim. Right. I did not like it in the, but it was the best thing for me at the time. Right. And it got me here today. Right. So I'm starting to think, you know, how things tend to get watered down or just diluted a little even in the daily words, sometimes we'll read them and go, eh, that was like eating a stale piece of bread. But today's, I was like, whoa. Yeah, we both, I highlighted, if you're watching on YouTube, I literally highlighted every line, which I don't, yes. I rarely do, but I so just kept I, highlighting away. So Yeah, so I thought that might be what happened. Who knows? But uh, yeah. Who knows? But I, I think it's brilliant. Yes. I it was really good, and it's perfect for today. Yes. What, what do you really, really want? There yes. you go. So let's hear it. 
All right. So the 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 word is thoughts. And the affirmation positive thoughts lead to abundant living. My thoughts give me the power to change my life. This creative power is an awesome responsibility and my greatest freedom. To live with abundant joy and love, I keep my thoughts positive and affirmative. I believe in the good within and all around me and think and speak of it often. I lift up those around me with thoughts and words of positivity and appreciation. I think positively of myself, forgiving my missteps, and frequently affirming my divine qualities. I focus on the good, the possible, the beautiful, and the kindness I encounter in life. As I concentrate my thoughts, I fill my consciousness with all the good ideas and trust they will manifest as all manner of abundant blessings. And that was inspired by Proverbs one twenty three. I will pour out my thoughts to you, and I will make my words known to you. And so it is. Uh, yes. Uh. Very well done, my friends. You know, when you really apply this... Uh, Yes. Reading and try to do your best to live along these lines, even for a few moments each day, you'll experience what Joel Osteen said just the other day, which is you'll be stumbling into God's blessings. Yeah. Things will just seem to correspond. You'll just stumble into God's blessings. Mm -hmm. If you think you're going to be late for appointment, it's because, holy cow, I met the person, the golden link in the chain of my good. Or, you know what I mean? It just becomes mm -hmm. a day of those experiences yes. when we apply this particular reading to my thinking. When I do it, I always get evidence of it working. And the great news is, even if I stop doing it and I'm cursing things for a while, the instant I get back on track and start reaffirming, God doesn't punish. Life never punishes you. That's right. You know, when I cut That's my right. hand, my body doesn't go, you idiot, I'm not going to heal. Like it, right. it heals in spite of the mistakes I make. Right. So it instantly comes again, all forgiving, all loving. And once again, I'm back on track and like, hallelujah. Thank God I was willing to change my mind about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it just takes a shift. Yeah. It's just a shift. You know, like you did the other day, Ed, you know, you just, you shifted. And and once you shift, then like you said, it's it's like the miraculous yes. happens. It's incredible. Yeah, you know, you, another experience with a student that day, there's a little guy, he's um, he's in fourth grade also, but he, and he's like kind of more developmentally, like literally like a, a three-year-old emotional development. And I had him and another guy, in a group and um typically the the really well the other guy's not much older mature wise so but this kid was so feisty and he's like sticking oh no no i'm not gonna do it no no no. and then the best i could do is i, I was instead of getting mad i told him do you do i i'm starting to feel like i'm gonna use that loud scary voice do you want that voice like i need your help kind of like and he was just like he took off at some point he took off running from my classroom I, he comes to me to do small groups, but he's, I'm going back to my class. And I had one student here and another, he's running and I have no other help. So, um, I walked out with him and then I was like, I found myself almost running after, well, running after him. And then I said, not doing, I'm not doing that. I let go. Cause I had made this pledge to, I'm going the mystical path completely today. Cause I know these laws work, right? So, because yeah. if I, he's playing off of this fear of me feeling victimized and that, you know, like, so as soon as I, I just, I looked him in the eye and just like, I like showed him the true ex way I was feeling at that moment. But I just said, I blessed him on his way because I had to handle the kid. I had to attend. At least he was headed towards a room with students, right? So, I mean, with a teacher. So I went back in. I started just working with the other kid, figuring out what I was going to do. And lo and behold, like a moment later, before I could even think, he came back into the room, did the work on his own. 
that I had been asking him to do. And then the, 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 the less I resisted, he ended up completing all of the work, even more than I anticipated he would do. The principal walked in at the perfect moment. What are these boys doing? So I was able to say, so-and-so just did their work. Let him show you. And so he got this reinforced thing. And it's so funny because when I was feeling stressed, I, I swear the principal kept coming by at these moments where not, it looked so chaotic and bad. And I just kept blessing it going, okay, no, I can't. I, I can't like feel like I, I got to stop judging myself. I got to get out of this mentality because this is what like I'm getting all this feedback. And at that moment, yeah, she came in and they both the kids showed her the work they had just done. And it turned oh. into the, the whole thing transformed. But I had to take that leap of faith to just yes. let him go. Trust. And on his own, he can't like, how do you explain this? You know, like just in the, the traditional sense, it's just pure mysticism, but it's truth. It's divine principle. And it always and works. It does, and it doesn't take very much. Have you guys ever seen a mustard seed? Tiny, right? It's, it's like teeny, 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 teeny. And uh, when I first saw a mustard seed, when Jesus said, you know, have faith like a, a, all you need is just a mustard seed of faith. Right. And everything will shift. And that's exactly, you know, you just relax. You didn't have to believe no. completely in right. it but you did you, right you had trust that the univ- that it was going to happen right. and you just needed a little mustard seed full of right. faith in that way well because what happens when i'm when i'm resisting i'm putting the whole weight of my mentality on stopping the good from coming so it doesn't take yeah. much of an opening for it all just like letting go of when you're holding onto a yeah. balloon that's full of it doesn't take long for it to just start flowing again it doesn't seem rationally in those moments because in those moments my rational mind is so caught up in fear that it's not yeah. even – it's blind. So I really – that's where faith comes in, to take that moment to surrender, let go of all those fears that can seem like loud and they can even be institutionalized in the way the, the schools do things, but they're not real. And so it doesn't take much. So I like that idea of uh, – yeah. We could just convince – if I could just convince myself, just give it a shot. Let's take a minute. Let's take three minutes of faith. You know, like, let's just see what happens if I can change my mind for that long. I love that because it's like giving up. It's like I get to those moments where I say, I give up. And that means I, the willful human me, is finally going to give up. And as soon as we do, then all of a sudden, magic. It's like, yeah, it seems so contradictory to being the solution right and it's always the solution especially in life and death situations right it definitely is the solution right you know if you're drowning the best thing to do is give up you know that's what they taught us (laughs) in the coast guard right you know if you start drowning or you're getting pulled under or whatever in an undertow situation you got to just give up because if you give up the ocean and the water will naturally bring you to the surface. Yeah. If you fight the current or try to... That's why we would have to calm the victim down. That was like the number one thing. Don't go in. Go in feet first. You'd be like 10 feet away. Right. I'm here to help you. Just relax. Yeah. And we're going to be fine. Right. Relax, 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 right. relax, relax. Right. You'll float. I guarantee it. Yeah. Cause they, I love cause it. Because they did this one test. They made us tread water because you tread water to keep afloat. Right. And they go, okay, blows the whistle. Start treading water. We're treading water. Listen, folks, try treading water for five minutes, even ten minutes. You'll – you. we all start going under. And we think we're supposed to keep treading. <laughs> Finally, beep. And now he teaches us how we could – survive for hours and days and it's called the dead man's float and you could float forever just by relaxing the whole thing is relax breathe and all of a sudden your lungs fill up and you just relax and your back will just be on the surface and your body hangs and then when you feel the need to it's like meditation feel the need to breathe just bring up your head Yeah. I love that. Yeah. What a fantastic example of of really how life should be. Right. You know, because all all pain is born out of resistance. Yeah. All pain is born out of it's got to be this way. Yeah. 
God it doesn't does, need yeah. to be that. That's such a great example, Daryl. Yeah. yeah, I would remind myself when those situations. God doesn't panic. Okay, I got to stop panicking. Yeah. God does not panic. That's the whole gist of what Taoism really is about, about going in the flow. Like that, the Tao is similar to what we would call divine principle. It's always moving us in a positive direction. And that's like surfing as well. For one, my mom used to be really good at floating on her back on the pool. I never understood how she did it. Oh, I'm sorry. This is like floating with your back. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not on your back. Yeah, yeah. But you're – No, no. But I'm saying for yeah. some reason my mom would just float like that too. But anyway, so – but with surfing, like we, if, you're, if you go over the falls on a big wave – the tendency in your mind is you think you're like in the hands of some dev- like some really negative thing, but it's the same thing. If you if once you've done it enough times, you realize you're going to float back up. So it's all about like relaxing. You're like going doing cartwheels underwater, and but if you've done it enough times, you just know you're going to pop up. And you're going to so pop up because the other if you haven't done it enough times, your mind's telling you I'll never pop up. Ah, what if I don't? And those are the nightmares. I mean, the other day when I went to to surf uh, this place. The, it's a very small place. There's usually not a lot of people. There's too many people there, and there weren't enough waves. So I paddled like an eighth of a mile to this way, this one little spot I'd never surfed. There was no one out, and all, and the waves suddenly got quite good there. And uh, I, but I didn't know about the rocks. I could because I didn't know have anyone with me. I never surfed there. I could see boulders when I was going down the down the line on the wave. So I had to really just relax and breathe. And I was got I got into like the whole flow of how it took me to this wave, and this wave just got really good. It was just me. And these like $25 million homes on the cliff. And this magical thing came. And then on one wave, I got pushed really far on the inside. And that turns out where the rocks were. But I was so relaxed that somehow at one point a wave took me and I was laying on my back. And I literally slid over like a rock shelf just on my back. But it reminded me of the same thing. Like I couldn't have planned. If I had been stressing, struggling, worried, or afraid. He would have banged your head. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> I, I wondered if the rump of my wetsuit was still intact because I literally got like just floated across this rock shelf. It was crazy. But I was wow. so in the flow because even the paddle over there, I paddled a real long ways. It didn't feel like it took very long. And the waves turned on right when I got there. And when we're in the flow, that's how it is. We just have to... Give up. Give up and trust that the flow is taking us in the direction of our good because it is. Because what is it that any, any, quote, traumatic or bad experiences we have, when we look back, I always see it was how it was my struggle that kept me there, how it was the struggle that really intensified the pain, you know, the, the me personalizing and thinking I had to do all this. All that fighting I, I was doing was what was pulling it closer to me instead of letting it go. Exactly. And, and in that letting go, you, you got to see how divinely protected you are. Yeah. Always. You know, if, you, if you feel like you're doing it yourself, there's fear, there's, and then you're not as protected. Yeah. No. Uh, but you're just divinely protected if you just let it go. There's something bigger than yeah. whatever's going on. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you can't serve two masters. So like you said, if we're resisting the bad stuff or whatever we think is bad, it's the same thing as worshiping it because all of our attention is on it. And that's why that becomes our master. And then, yes. then we end up resisting our good in the process. But if we surrender to our good and just say, all right, whatever's going to happen with that other thing is just going to happen, but I'm going to stay in this loving space, amazing things always transpire. All right, so this show has amazingly transpired. Kathy, you want to share anything else before you get going? No, I love it. I've learned a lot from you guys today. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you for bringing me As always. That's, yes. that's why I love her, folks. i'm not afraid to say it well visit i love it i love both of you thank you we highly recommend visiting (laughs) unity of santa barbara yes please tell temple that we love her and appreciate her as well absolutely and uh, before you go we got a little story here yeah Uh, you might have actually heard the story but you might not have known that you were a part of it um Let's see. So Yes, TMZ we, from Santa Barbara sent us this. That's right. So Kathy Jean Norman has always been considerate of others, very considerate, you know, the type of person who looks out for people. And even as a young girl in elementary school, she was thinking about ways of, to be of service to her peers. Wow. Yeah, one day in the cafeteria line, there was a big bowl of apples on the end of the table there. Lunch lady had placed a note on the bowl that read, Take only one, for God is watching. 
Take only one. God is watching. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So, so just take one, right? Don't, yes, don't become God a is watching. Guy. Grab all the apples. Just take one. God's watching for crying out loud. At the other end of this long table, there's a bowl of chocolate chip cookies. You know, being the loving person she was, Kathy turned to her friends, pointed to the big bowl of chocolate chip cookies, and whispered, Take all you want. God's watching the apples. Oh, I remember. Boy. I remember that day. I thought so. <laughs> All right. Oh, look who's back! The Spice Girls are back. Yes, scary, sporty, posh, ginger, and baby Spice. <laughs> you guys gonna sing us out today? Yes, we. Yes. Oh, wait. I don't know how they speak in British. All right. <laughs> I don't know British accent. <laughs> Yo, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. What I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to really, really, really want to zig a zig. Visit Daryl and Kathy Norman, we love you. Find easy links to everything we do. Thanks for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Yo, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to really, really, really want to zig a zig. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.